Good morning, everyone, and welcome once again to Breath of Pragma, P-R-A-G-M-A. -A. You can visit us at breathofpragma.com to learn more information. But breath refers to the breath of life given to us by the Lord who created everything. And pragma simply means love. They asked the Lord Jesus Christ, what are the two greatest commandments? He said, love the Lord with all your heart and love your neighbor. Now, that love for your neighbor, well, that's pragma love. The type of love that you practice on a daily basis that makes life great for all of us. Being kind to each other, saying kind things, and most importantly, not being mean. The song you were listening to just a minute ago was Fred Hammond, and it is called Celebrate He Lives, because at Breath of Pragma, we remind you to celebrate the birth, life, and resurrection of our one and only Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> my name is Dr. Dennis Daniels, and I've been a pulmonologist for over 20 years, and it is my pleasure and my blessing and my privilege to speak to you about lung health and about our Lord Jesus Christ. In Genesis 2, chapter 7, it reads, And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living thing. And I think it's a great honor for myself and all the lung doctors of the world that we get to help people preserve and restore and protect the greatest gift ever given. Man was a pile of dust, and the only gift that ever came from inside the Creator directly into man was the breath of life. In Job 33, chapter 4, or chapter 33, verse 4, it says, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. We could go on and on about the innumerable verses about the breath of life and how the power of that breath can either speak life and love or it can speak death. There are 613 commandments and one of the top 10 commandments right up there with don't lie, you see, don't murder. And that's not the only time that liars and those who bear false witness are directly correlated with murderers. If you read Revelations chapter 21, you'll see when it's all said and done, God is going to count the liars just like the murderers. If you murder somebody or lie, especially in a malicious, demonic, evil way, God is going to count you just like you're a murderer. You're going to burn in a fiery lake of sulfur. That's what the word of the Lord says. That's why here at Breath of Pragma, we want to encourage you to use that wonderful gift of life to do something special. Say nice things. Do nice things. Be nice to people. I have to share with you that my second born son graduated from OTC with his associate's degree. And somehow, Ozark Technical College got our great governor, Governor Parsons, to come and speak at the commencement ceremony. And you'll never believe what his theme was. More than once he said it, be nice to people. That's, that's what our governor told us. Now, uh, I don't want to be too political on this program because we really want to talk about our lung health and the Lord Jesus Christ. But I will tell you, that we need men like Parsons all over our country. 
and I hope he or someone likes him continues to run for president and protects us because evil people in power is a challenge for each and every one of us and good people like him are what this country needs and I'm happy that our state has him and there's a lot more I could say about how he led us through the whole COVID pandemic and how terrible that was for us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you live in Missouri, then be happy. You are blessed with one of the best governors in these United States. And I stand firmly behind that statement to the end of days. He's a great man. And I will confess to you, I actually met him once before a few years ago. He won't remember, but I was at a church called Mount Calvary Powerhouse in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. And the governor came there and gave me an award because of some things our, my wife and I contributed to the Restoration Center uh, associated with that church. But enough of that. The fact is, our governor is great. And when he showed up at that commencement speech, he said exactly what we've been saying here at Breath of Pregnant the entire time. It sounds so simple, but the very fact that we need to be reminded to be nice to one another tells us that there's a problem. More than once I've said, it takes less energy to just wave your hand. If you just lift your hand slightly and don't, don't waste energy or oxygen flexing any of your fingers, just leave them all extended and already you're extending welcome to people. That's all it takes. Make eye contact, say hi, say hello, smile if nothing else, give a simple grin with a head nod and let people know that you're acknowledging them as one of God's other creatures. And I don't want to go get too tangential because uh, I could lose a lot of time speaking about how we need to encourage each other. But in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, it says, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. And that is our mission here at Breath of Pragma. We want you to love to breathe, but breathe to love. Every time I share something with you and in our community that helps you breathe better or protect your lungs and protect your lung health, all I ask in return is that you return love and kindness and say good things. And literally, just like our governor said, be nice to people. We shouldn't have to say it, but go out of your way and be nice to people. Take the energy and the time to be nice to, to people. <clears throat> we started on COPD two weeks ago. And last week, man, I really got I really got off on cigarette smoking and tobacco use. And if you don't want to hear about how bad tobacco use and cigarette smoking is, well, brace yourself because this is this is gonna be a long 20 minutes for you. <clears throat> When it comes to cigarette smoking, I, you can do simple web searches. I went to one web search from Walden University, and this information that they shared on their website about tobacco use can be found in multiple sources, including the CDC, um, the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, and, and other uh, medical and educational institutions. But don't let that be lost on you. The ones who specialize in health and healthcare and education are the ones who speak the most nasty stuff, but it's truthful stuff about tobacco. So what we learn is that tobacco leads to about 8 million deaths per year. So 
from 2013 to now or 2012 to now, tobacco has led to 80 million deaths. That's 80 million deaths. If you just go back to 2002, then that's 160 million deaths. The effects of tobacco doesn't spare any organs. And we talk, and everyone knows about how tobacco can cause COPD. And if you were listening last week, then you learned about how it can cause a disease called thrombangitis obliterans, um, inflammation in your blood vessels that leads to ischemia and leading to people having limbs cut off. But there are other surprising things about tobacco use. It can worsen or be a factor in worsening of rheumatoid arthritis. It's a risk factor for type 2 diabetes and eye disease. And believe it or not, tobacco use can raise your triglycerides. And I want to tell you something so in this research, what I saw was that in 2017, there was $9.36 billion spent in tobacco advertising. That breaks down to $25 million a day and $1 million an hour. And you have to do something that great and that extensive to convince people to suck on poison because tobacco is poison. There are sources that say tobacco has over 4,000 poisons in it. Some of them say tobacco has over 6,000 poisons in it. But here's what it boils down to. It's poison. Whether you smoke it or chew it, it's poison. And not only is it poison to the smoker, but it's also poison to people who suffer secondhand smoke. The number one cause of COPD in non-smokers is secondhand smoke exposure. Those who have secondhand smoke exposure have increased risk for essentially all the things that the smokers are exposed to as well. So if you live with a smoker, you might want to help them out by explaining to them that we have solid long-standing medical research that states without doubt that secondhand smoke causes death in people who don't smoke. One in four who don't smoke, and that's over 58 million Americans, are have their life threatened and shortened by secondhand smoke. There are studies that show the babies of women who smoke are smaller, less intelligent. And this, by the way, this is true for tobacco, for chewing tobacco as well. So if, you know, women shouldn't be exposed to it. And we've reached a point now where there, there's actually more women who die from lung cancer than from breast cancer. And is, this is highly attributed to smoking. Men who smoke have a 25 times increased chance of getting lung cancer. Women who smoke, it's more than a 25 times. Cigarette smoking is worse on women. We discussed that in our previous show. And one of the thought processes behind that is in general, women have smaller lungs. Uh, to continue, there are 16 million people who deal with at least one disease from tobacco. 30.8 million adults in America smoke, over 3 million middle and high school age children smoke. Secondhand smoke uh, leads to a 30% higher chance of death from MI, stroke, or cancer. That's secondhand smoke. If you have type 2 diabetes and you're exposed to secondhand smoke, or if you smoke, you're a 40% higher chance of increased death from cigarettes and 
or development of type 2 diabetes from cigarettes, and that increases with the number of cigarettes someone smokes. So I don't have to sit here and, and remind you all how much of a threat diabetes is to our lives and to the health of Americans. But <clears throat> if someone has type 2 diabetes and they smoke, well, let's start at the beginning. If you don't have type 2 diabetes and you smoke, then you have a 40% higher chance of developing type 2 diabetes and elevated triglycerides and other diseases. And then if people who have diabetes smoke, they have a higher chance of kidney disease, amputation, eye disease, heart attack, stroke. The more we talk, the more it's going to come to the forefront that smoking is just dangerous and deadly. In SIDS, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, it's increased in smokers, but here's a big one. It's also increased in secondhand smoke exposure. So if a pregnant woman is around someone who smokes, the chance of the baby dying from secondhand smoke exposure are increased. These are things that are available to people, but remember, the ones who are trying to poison us and kill us and kill our children, they're spending $9.36 billion, uh, like they did in 2017, on advertising and making sure you don't hear the dangerous things that we're sharing with each other today. And don't let me miss this opportunity to refer us back to the word of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But our Bible says that lack, our people die from lack of knowledge. And I always like to remind people, you better keep reading that verse. It says our people die from lack of knowledge. And then it says, God turns on those who turn their back on knowledge. That's a paraphrase, but go read it for yourself. God doesn't like people to turn away from knowledge. If you look at information from the National Center for Chronic Disease and Prevention, it gives us some information about smokeless tobacco. And smokeless tobacco also causes cancer, including esophageal cancer, throat cancer, pancreatic cancer. Uh, women who chew tobacco, your babies are at increased risk of illness, chronic illness. It actually decreases the development of the baby brain. When people chew tobacco, they actually get a higher absorption of nicotine. In chewing tobacco, there's a chemical called nitrosamines, and they are direct carcinogens. There's something called polonium-210, which is in the fertilizer of tobaccos. And there's also polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, heavy metals. And listen to this list. There's arsenic in tobacco beryllium, there's lead in tobacco, and cadmium, there's mercury in tobacco. I'll age myself a little bit. I remember when we worked in the hospital, we used to have those mercury thermometers. We don't anymore. Um, but and anyone who's experienced this can tell you it's true. If you dropped a mercury thermometer, they moved the patients off that area. They brought in a hazmat team a hazardous material team and moved everybody away from there to clean these little drops of mercury off the floor. That's how deadly it is. Mercury can cause, and I mean, these heavy metals, they cause brain disease, irreversible brain disease. You know, they cause cancer. They can prevent your blood cells from working appropriately. They literally lead to death. I don't have to tell anybody here that arsenic is poison. I do want to say this. 
the reason we can tolerate poison, there, there is a verse in the Bible and it says that, you know, because of God, because you were wonderful made, you can ingest poisons and still live. And this is living proof. God gives you a chance. The God who created us is a God of mercy. And I'm going to say it right now because I didn't say it earlier. You have two choices. You believe that a rock showed up out of nowhere and exploded for no reason whatsoever and created. So when things explode, they destroy. But you either believe a magic rock showed up out of nowhere and exploded and created everything. And I've heard even a silly one where, you know, someone who's just trying to find any way not to believe in a creator said, oh, well, it wasn't a rock. It was a black hole. Well, well, what made the black hole? In order for anything to exist, it has to exist at a certain time. It has to exist in a certain space and it has to be made up of something. So in order for something to exist, it has to have a place and a time to exist. Now, saying that a black hole showed up out of nowhere goes against that very logic. This is how we know we have a creator. We have rules, we have laws, we have understanding. And by laws and rules, I mean laws and rules of science, of common sense. There is a creator. There is no other answer. There is no other explanation. And we can go more into that, you know, some other time. I want to give you a few more tobacco facts here. Uh, chewing tobacco increases the chance of death from myocardial infarction or heart attack and stroke. Uh, smoking kills about 8 million people per year. If you take up all the people who have died from HIV plus illicit drug use, that includes, you know, meth and, and, and opiates and fentanyl and things like that, and you add those up with the people who died from alcoholism and motor vehicle accidents and firearm deaths. Now, I want to say that again. Take all the people who died from HIV, illicit drug use, alcohol abuse, motor vehicle accidents, and firearm accidents, and you add all those people up, there are still more people who die from tobacco use than all of those bad, terrible things added up. That's how terrible tobacco use is. It is pandemic. It is the number one problem that we face. It's the number one cause of reversible death in the United States of America. And the number of youth who are being addicted to this, there's studies out there that say about 2,000 high school age students try cigarette smoke on a daily basis. So every day there's some, there's thousands of students who are trying cigarette smokes for the first time. And it's extremely addictive and there's peer pressure and other things. It's a battle. We are in a fight against tobacco and tobacco use. There are more women who die from lung cancer than breast cancer. There's increased death from all causes. And I want to say that again. People die, but the chance of a man or a woman dying from anything is increased if they smoke. If you take all the people in U.S. history who died in a battle and add them up, and then you take all the people who died from smoking and smoking-related disease in the history of the United States, the number of people who died from cigarette smoke is 10 times higher than the number of people who died in every single war this country has fought. I want to say that another way. 
Take all the U.S. citizens that died fighting a war for this country and add them up, and they will be 10 times less than the number of people who died from tobacco use in the United States. I promise you that next week we're going to get more into speaking about COPD, but right now it was important that we spent the last two weeks really talking a lot about smoking and smoking cessation. And this is week 14 of Breath of Pragma, and thank you all for supporting our show. Please go to our website, and if you want to support our show, you want to see us continue to talk about lung health and talk about our Lord Jesus Christ and the breath of life and spreading kindness, then please go to our website, make a donation, and keep this going. In Genesis 5, chapter 2, it says, He created them, male and female, and blessed them. There is a creator. He created males and females and blessed them. In Genesis 1.27, it reads, So God created men in his own image, or man in his own image, and in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Later in that same chapter in verse 31, says God saw everything he made and indeed it was very good. On your worst day you are a creation of the greatest thing that ever existed which is the Lord who created everything. On your worst day you are created in the image of God. When you feel the worst about yourself realize that the God who created everything said you are good. So Thank you for joining us here at Breath of Pragma. And I always take this time to say that we need to treat each other nice. God saw us and said we're good. God saw us and blessed us. So why wouldn't we look at each other and think that we are good? Why wouldn't we look at each other and bless each other? Someone cut you off in traffic? Stay blessed, them, Father. And don't forget, smile and wave. If they're cutting you off in traffic, they might be having a bad day. And that little moment of niceness that you share with them might be all they need. In Proverbs 10.21, it says, The words of a righteous man encourage many. One person can make a whole bunch of people feel good. That's how powerful the words that come out of your mouth are. I'll say again, in Hebrews 10.24, it says, Consider one another and provoke one another to love and good works. At Breath of Pragma, we encourage you to love, to breathe, and breathe to love. God took a mighty powerful weapon and put it inside each and every one of us. In Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 10, it says, And so I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. See, you have the breath of life. You are the army. You're, what comes out of your mouth, according to the Lord Jesus Christ, is what can defile you or bless you and bless others. Speak kind words over yourself. Speak kind words over each other. You have the power. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord Praise the Lord. And so it reads in Psalm 150, verse 6. Please join us next week where we're going to talk more about 
COPD. We want to thank our sponsors, executivepulmonarymedicine.com. And if you need help with your lung health, please visit that website or visit us at breathofpragma.com. And there's a link there for that website. We also want to thank our other sponsor, Dr. Poppy, who's located here in Ozark. And she is known as the Hormone Whisperer. I also have the pleasure of knowing her as my wife. Uh, we've been married for 20 years, and I will tell you, there was a time when we were having trouble conceiving, and she figured it out and helped us have a beautiful baby girl. So if you have hormone imbalance, male or female, if you have fertility issues, she's a great source for you. Look her up. You can find her at drpoppy.com or reach her office 417-485-5700. I may be a bit biased because she's been my wife of 20 years and has given me six beautiful children, but I will tell you, she has given more children to the women of our state and of our country through her fertility expertise. And God has blessed us. I hope God continues to be a blessing to you in your life. Join us here next week on Breath of Pragma. Thank you. You can find her at drpoppy.com or you can give them a call at 417-485-5700. I may be a bit biased, but I think she's pretty special. She's very intelligent, um, 20 years experience helping women and men with their hormone issues and helping many women with fertility issues. It's kind of funny because sometimes we'll go out to a restaurant and some woman will walk up to us and say, hey, your wife got me pregnant. Well, that's because Dr. Poppy is good at helping women have babies. It's a gift that God has given her. Uh, so look her up or give him a call, 417-485-5700. God has certainly blessed us with our six children and a long, healthy marriage. And I hope God blesses you as well. And I will add that the key to a long, successful marriage is pragma love. And here at Breath of Pragma, we want to encourage you love to breathe and breathe to love. Spread that pragma love. Be nice. Be kind. 
Be good to each other. We'll see you next week. Thank you. And again, that's male. I believe this crap.